0: As I'm sure a lot of you guys know right now we're living through the coronavirus and there's a lot of things that come with that with living through a pandemic. Um, The biggest part that I feel like we're all going to be affected by and we are being affected by is the whole social distancing and quarantine aspect of the pandemic. It was something at the back of our minds for the longest time and then all of a sudden Our lives were flipped upside down, and we had to adjust. And honestly, we've never been through anything like this before in our lifetimes, or at least I know I have not been through that. And so the whole point of this episode is I want to talk to you guys about the effects that social isolation bring with it. Um, Social isolation has been linked to depression. An article from communitycatalyst.org talks about these effects being poor sleep quality, impaired executive function, accelerated cognitive decline, poor cardiovascular function, and impaired immunity at every stage of life. It has been reported that a prolonged lack of social connection can carry as much risk as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Now, this is a lot of information, and I'm sure you guys all have been experiencing some sort of effects of being forced to sit in a house all day long with who knows what kind of situation, and of course, it's going to have an impact on you. Another big part is how we're viewing all of this that's happening. A article by Ellis in 2020 that I have just read mentioned a huge factor being that confusion. Confusion is what is con- is making us feel. A lot of ne- negative psychological things, because when we don't have clear guidelines and we're getting all these different messages from different sources and different organizations, it just overwhelms us and we don't know what to do, and we might just shut down. And so I want to talk to a bunch of different people today. Um, I want I have different genders, different age groups represented. And I also want to introduce a little bit about myself and my experiences with this, because I feel like having all these different narratives and different anecdotes basically will provide a sort of comfort to people that we are all going through this. It's not one person. It's happening to the whole world. And obviously everybody has different experiences, but we've all basically been struggling. And I just want to address that, and I also want to address all the things that can come out of this, the ways that we can work through it together, the ways that you can work through it individually, um, the way you can change your mindset to make it easier for you to get through this, because nobody knows how long this is going to last, and we need to find ways to relieve the stresses and I'm here to do that for you guys and so is everybody I'm talking to we're going to be getting looks at how they in their lives are changing what they've been doing daily on like on a day-to-day basis to try to cope with everything and so I hope you guys stick around and hear some more stories and hopefully you can gain something out of this. So starting with me, my name is Ilya Sider. I'm 19 years old and I'm a freshman at North Carolina State University. Um, This whole thing happened during my second semester. So I had just gotten back after winter break and um, I had a couple months of school. And then I went to spring break thinking that I was gonna go back and everything was gonna be completely fine. A little background about me, I'm, Middle Eastern and with that my childhood has been a lot of um cultural pressures and I haven't really been able to do a lot of things because of my strict parents so I spent a lot of high school in my house didn't really like go out a lot and so in the beginning this has been like it hasn't been that bad honestly it just felt like I was back in high school all I had was school online this time. But then after that, I'd just be at home. So what I'd do is I'd watch Netflix. I'd hang out with my family a little bit. (laughs) Honestly, I've been doing it more now because I miss them from college. It's just stuff like that. Um, I know something that stuck out to me in the research that I was doing is that um, having all this happen to everybody has been very, like, Informative on like who we are, and it makes you realize, like, wow, like this is the type of person I am. Like, am I an extrovert? Am I an introvert? Am I someone who needs social, like, um, a social life? Am I someone who thrives being indoors? And I think for me, I've always thought that like I could always um, be fine, like being alone and sit at home, and like I've because I've always done it, but I've realized that honestly, like, I. It's been a lot harder than I thought. Like I love meeting people. I love being um out and being with friends and doing stuff so honestly, like, um after like during like in one source I read says that one specific thing that happens is that people are fine until about two weeks into social isolation. And that has been really true for me. Like after like the first two weeks were completely fine then I hit that halfway point, and then I start to real. I started to realize, like, wow, like this is this is a big thing. Like this is happening, and I feel like a lot of people have probably been through that too. And um, so right now I'm kind of on the other side of that. I've been having a harder time. The days are more blending, and everything is just like, wow, like every day is the same. Like, when's it There's no weekend. There's no weekday. It's just one. It's just today, tomorrow, and yesterday, and stuff like that. And so. I just honestly have been starting to like feel the impacts of it. And I realize like the severity of the situation. And that's a big reason as to why I'm doing this whole podcast and this whole episode is because I've been affected personally. And I think that obviously if I've been affected, then so have a lot of other people. And so that's just a little bit about me and my experience and, um, Next, I want to talk to one of my closest friends. Her name is Amina uh, Al Amina mahdi almost said my last name
1: uh,
0: She'll tell you more about herself. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good, how about you? I'm good. Do you want to introduce yourself to everybody?
2: Uh, hi, my name is Amina Al mahdi I'm a student at NCSU. That is unfortunately quarantined, but yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I wanted
0: to ask overall with all of this going on, how do you feel right
2: now? Um a little depressed. It's been hard the last couple of weeks. Like I just I'm I need to be outside a lot and being inside all the time is really taking a toll on me. Like it's been hard to get out of bed to even like get energy. To just go on a walk because, like, what am I gonna do going on a walk? Like, <laughs> that sounds so stupid to me. <laughs> um, Like, I miss interactions. I know I did not think I was an extrovert until I can't see anybody. Yeah,
0: I agree. I feel the same yeah. way. I thought that I was an introvert until
2: all of this happened. Yeah, it's been super tough. I've, like, I try to call my friends and stuff to, like, keep me going, but it's not the same. Yeah.
0: Well, I found a study by Cruz and some others in 2016 that found that adolescents are very susceptible to the effects of social isolation, and they have been specifically linked to being more susceptible to cardiovascular issues. So being that you're in this stage of life, you're an adolescent, obviously, how does this make you feel? Like, do you feel like it's true? Do you feel like you're more like susceptible than anybody else would be?
2: But that's scary. <laughs> First of all, I do not know the information. Um, yeah, like, I feel like with us, especially being quarantined and stuff, like, I mean, I know I have, I've been, my, my diet's been all kinds of whack. I have not been exercising, I've not been doing anything. I've just been eating and it's not, it's not good food, it's junk. (laughs) So, like, I feel with that factor, that could be an issue because I've literally been sitting on my bed all day, like, that's not good. I agree.
0: I also, I've had a history, like, my family has a history of, like, heart disease and stuff, and so reading that specifically scared me because I was like, wow, this is not good for me.
2: Oh, my God, I'm (laughs) worried.
0: Okay, so then another study I found on U.S. News says that as students, because obviously you're a college student, our lives revolve around Mm -hmm. schedules, and now that we don't have that structure, it makes life harder they recommend that maintaining a foundation of coping skills, such as good sleep habits, healthy eating, self-care, and taking breaks from screen time. So I want to ask, because um, I know you've been doing a couple of these things. So have you, like, what are a couple of things that you have been doing to keep up with Oh this? my
2: god, is it bad that I say that I've done none of that? <laughs> um, I mean, it's valid. I used to have a I used to have a skincare routine at school, but since I got home, I'm just like, what's the point? Ain't nobody gonna see me. I yeah. don't care about my skin. <laughs> um, My eating habits have gotten worse <laughs> because all I do is sit on my bed and watch Netflix or do my work, and I'm like, oh, I should just get a snack right now. Like, it's gonna be fine. I'm not even hungry half the time. <laughs> I'm just like, I need something yeah. to do. And it's like, oh, snacking is a good alternative, <laughs> which it's not. Um.
0: Have you been taking what were the Have you been things? taking breaks from your screen time?
2: Uh, that I've been doing, but like my breaks are like, okay, I'm just gonna shut it off for like five minutes <laughs> and be like. <laughs> Sometimes I end up falling asleep yeah. when I want a break. It's not really like. Productive. Do you
0: think that like if you started doing some of these things, you'd feel better? You think like the lack of having like good sleep and healthy eating is what's making oh, you yeah, feel the way?
2: Sure. Like, I just started sleeping at okay times Mm -hmm. recently. Yeah. Like, I started, like, what, two days ago sleeping at, like, midnight. Like, I put a curfew for myself before. Like, when quarantine first started, like, I would go to sleep at 3 a.m. And wake (laughs) up at, like, 3 p.m. I would not have any issues with that. But it was really bad because that messed up my eating. Like, I would eat a lot at night. Yeah. And I would just, like i would be so tired for the rest of the day and i would end up getting nothing done so yeah definitely like i'm going to i'm going to
0: start incorporating that yeah okay so i know that your dad works in the healthcare field so Sorry. i wanted to ask you like how does it feel knowing that your dad is risking his health basically every time that he goes to work talk to me about like what that's like for you and for him if you know
2: yeah um it's like it's super scary because my dad is re- like he's not young like he's 60 years old mm-hmm. so he's already in that um like that age where it's, it's more like susceptible to the virus or like more dangerous yeah. for him if he gets the virus and the fact that he's going into work is like putting him more at risk every day and like it scares it scares me so much because like my dad is obviously everything to me yeah so, and I've seen like his mood change a lot. Mm-hmm. Like my dad is always a very happy, go lucky person, and like that's just not how he's been recently. And I really, it's it's really hard to see him like that because I feel like for healthcare workers, it's taken a lot more seriously than any of us. Like we're just staying at home for them. It's like they have to they have to go see patients. They have to go. They have to go figure out how to make this world better. Basically. Yeah. Exactly. So it's been really tough. And, like, you can tell he's so tired all the time. Um, but he's been taking um, more, like, off days yeah, and stuff. So, like, it's not, like, every day he has to go in and, like, battle this.
0: Have you noticed him trying to, like, cope with it in some ways? That I've mentioned, like, has he been trying to, like, sleep better, eat better? Has he been, like, doing physical exercise,
2: any of these things? Yeah, for sure. Um, whenever he's off, like man he goes on like three walks and oh, wow. he tries to get me to go on walks with him sometimes yeah. i will sometimes i'm like i have just too much work to go out right now but he for sure he he sees like the benefit in, in eating healthy and going out yeah. um he's really good at it he's really like good at maintaining the schedule i would say so like that for him has like kept him sane but it's it's been really tough
0: yeah has it hit you hard the not having structure kind of thing cuz i know for me i'm a very like structure oriented person i like having a schedule to follow and it's been hard where it's like every day is like the other day so have you been like trying to
2: figure know. that out yeah it's been horrible <laughs> um i love my schedule i love having a time to wake up and go out yeah i mean like the- i never thought in a million years i would say i miss school but i do <laughs> um I may not have liked my classes, but at least it was a schedule, something for me to do. Mm -hmm. Like I would do anything to have that back. Yeah. Okay. So
0: I just want to just ask if you have any advice coming from you, um, specifically from the fact that you're, like you're in this unique situation where your dad's a healthcare worker. I wanted to see if you had any advice for anybody about like what to do or how to like how to deal with all of this.
2: I would just say like, some some people are really taking this virus not as serious as it should be taken. A lot of them are trying to, like, protest and, like, want things op- back open and all this stuff. And I'm just, like, you guys need to calm down. <laughs> um, Please stay at home. Like, I know that it's uh, hard for people to have, like, structure and schedules in their life at home. But it is the best option right now for everybody. Like, I, I don't want my dad getting sick and I don't want other people getting sick. So... Yeah. it was just the best thing please stay at home and <laughs> well you heard it from me like... <laughs> i mean i'm 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 right here with y'all like i'm staying at home stuck doing nothing and having structure i've i've read a lot of books recently yeah
0: that's good <laughs> so, picking up poppies, it's yeah. a good thing okay well i just want to say thank you so much for like giving me time to like interview you yeah of course so thank you Bye. Mm-hmm. bye Next up, I'm going to be talking to a close friend of mine, Peter Brazil. The reason I chose to talk to him is because I wanted to have that male perspective on the situation, and also because he's honestly the most extroverted person I know, and so I feel like his input is going to be valuable to the discussion. Here he is. Hey, Peter. Hey, Ilya. How have you been?
3: You know, I've been pretty good just getting through it.
0: That's good, that's good. Uh, can you introduce yourself to everybody? Like your name, yeah. your age, and where you go to school, stuff like that.
3: Yeah, uh, my name's Peter Brazile. Um I'm from Raleigh, and I'm currently a sophomore at NC State. My major is business administration with a concentration in human resources, and I have a minor in Middle Eastern Studies.
0: That's really cool. Have you been holding up with everything happening?
3: Um. It definitely took a while to adjust to. Um, I'm a very Mm. outgoing, extroverted person, and so coming (laughs) home unexpectedly uh, and just being around my family for the past month and a half has been a bit of an adjustment getting used to -to day-to-day life.
0: Yeah, that's why I actually chose you to do this, because you're the most extroverted person that I know, yeah. Wow. And also because I read this article by Emma Ellis on uh, com and she was talking about how um, men actually get affected on higher levels by social isolation. And so I was like, "Hmm, I wonder how Peter is like dealing with this. I wanted to know if you actually have been feeling like a high level of stress as a result of this, like need for social isolation that you have because of your extroversion. Like, how has that been?
3: Yeah. Um, it's definitely been actually a bit of a struggle. Um, I'm someone who loves to talk and loves to verbally process things. And so actually for about the first two to three weeks after coming at home, I wasn't able to sleep through an entire night. Um, I would have a hard time going to bed just because my thoughts would just be racing around uh, from not actually getting to process them all yeah. day. And so just in the maybe the past week or two, I've actually started to sleep decently. Uh, but yeah, it's been a bad. bit of a struggle.
0: What, like, what have you been doing to try to, um, like, express, like, talk and get that all out there so that you can yeah. actually sleep?
3: Yeah, uh, definitely have been trying to do more virtual communications with people, whether it's setting up different group FaceTimes, texting old friends, um, and trying to write more things down, trying to plan out my days, writing down on note cards or my laptop, what I need to do the next day. Um, those just kind of, like, other forms of processing have been helpful.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um so I know that you like, I've seen you with a lot, you have a lot of friends at school. And so I was wondering, like, is it the fact that you're not seeing those people that you've gotten used to seeing? That's been like the hard part. Like, what's it like going from like seeing all these people to being like just surrounded by family?
3: Yeah, I think the hardest part has been the lack of casual conversations, Um, where it's, I'm not really having those opportunities where I just walk by someone and I ask them how their day's going. Um, instead of now I'm at home and I see these people every second of every day, basically. So I know how their day's going. Cause I'm always with them. Um, and yeah. so there's definitely a lot less uh, intentional conversations. Um, and that has been something that's very different being home instead of at school.
0: And do you think that technology like helps with that? Like the fact that you can like FaceTime and text, or do you think it's just not the same as the face to face?
3: Yeah, it definitely is not the same as face to face. I think there's something special about being in the proximity of someone, uh, especially with like body language um, and just other sort of things that you can only get from being actually near someone. But definitely technology has been helpful. I'm very thankful for the technology I have now. I know I've talked with some of my friends, like how different it would be if we didn't have all this new technology, if we were stuck just using the postal system. Um, and so I definitely am thankful when it has been helpful.
0: Yeah, definitely. I feel that too. Um, It's definitely, it's nice to text and be able to talk to people, but it's just not the same. Like when you're surrounded by the people, it's just a different energy. So I feel that. Um, I wanted to ask like if your mindset like obviously you've talked a little bit about it but like has anything in your mind like changed or like have you been focusing on something like do you think that um, you're going to act differently when you do get back to normal like our normal lives if we get back there hopefully
3: yeah good question um, I think definitely something that will be different when I get back hopefully to my normal life will be not taking uh, moments for granted um, mm-hmm. and definitely not thinking about the future as much as something that's certain but just trying to live um, during that each day and so I think something then that I've been thinking about a ton just is the future uh, because it is so uncertain right now just with summer plans being canceled, internships being canceled, potentially classes being canceled for next semester. um, The future has definitely something that's been on the front of my mind a lot recently.
0: Yeah um, I've talked to the like previous person about how um, confusion is just something that like makes it a little bit harder because like nobody really knows what's going to happen and so like is that true for you is the confusion and all the sources that like you've been like seeing all this information is it like too much for you do you feel like
3: yeah um, I definitely think it is frustrating uh, that there is no end in sight Um, there's no day I can be specifically counting down to as when I'll Mm -hmm. see my friends again or go back to uh, campus. And so I yeah. think that has been potentially the worst part. I mean, going home for Christmas break is, you know, a little under a month, but you know, when you're coming back, you can look forward to the time when you see everyone again. Um, exactly. During this time, I might not see some of my friends for several more months. And so that definitely is burdensome.
0: Yeah. So I know that you're um, like physically active on campus. You do you want to mention some of the things that you used to do on campus?
3: Yeah, uh, my freshman year I was very involved in club tennis and this past year I was involved in club spikeball and played a wide variety of intramural sports as well as working out fairly consistently and just trying to get energy out that way, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I found a study in 2016 by Gomez um, and he conducted research on social isolation so that he can like figure out if um, running can actually like reduce the stresses that come from social isolation because it's a, a lot about like brain chemicals and stuff. So he like did a lot, like ex- extensive research on it. And he actually discovered that um, the running and like doing physical exercise can lessen the stress. It can't get rid of like the actual like side effects of social isolation, but it can definitely like counter the chemicals that cause stress. So I was wondering um, if you've been finding ways to stay physical and if you haven't, like, um, do you think that like you would? If you have, have you noticed any like impact on your mood and how like you're you've been acting?
3: Yeah, um, actually, for the last three four weeks, I've been able to pretty consistently work out um, six days during the week, and that also then yeah. coincidentally is the time that I've been able to actually sleep well at night, um, and so I definitely yeah. see a correlation there, um, and so yeah, it That's definitely. Amazing. Definitely staying active has relieved a lot of the stress, just getting my endorphins up, getting blood flowing, feeling productive um, are just things that I feel like is very important. And also just having a routine. I think the hardest part for me um, transferring to this virtual world has been establishing a new daily rhythm and routine. And so just having a physical activity that I do every day has definitely helped me establish myself more.
0: Yeah, I also, the first two weeks when I, like, I would work out and do, like, those, like, home exercise videos, I felt like I was, like, in, a, like, higher spirits, and then this past week, mm-hmm. I've been, like, really busy with schoolwork, and I've just not been, like, keeping up with it, and I can, like, definitely see the difference, and I feel like um that's a good thing for people to be doing. Exercise is a really good thing. So, overall... Um, do you have, like, any, like, recommendations or, like, lasting thoughts that you would give other people that are going through this? Because I know it's affecting a lot of people.
3: Yeah, I think, um, man, that's a good question, Ilya. <laughs> I I really think it's just to continue to press on. Um, but really don't stress about the future. I know there are things in the future that you need to, like, be responsible about but like clearly, this is a like global pandemic, um, and it's something that individually we are not going to be able to change the outcome of. And so just doing what you can do each day, um, just trying to live in the present and straining forward, I think is definitely the biggest advice, I would say. Uh, just really, yeah, I found that has just helped me just cope with a lot of my anxiety uh, about the future is just being productive each day um, and trying to come out of the quarantine as best as I can.
0: Yeah, that's that's very good. Thank you. Oh, of course. I just want to thank you so much for talking to me today and I'm positive that it will help a lot of people. Oh, so thanks for taking the time.
3: Thank you so much for interviewing me. I'm glad I got to process all of this with you. And those were great questions by the way.
0: <laughs> thank you. I'm glad. Well, I hope you have a good rest of your day. I
3: hope I'll you talk do to too. You
0: later. Thank you, Ilya. Bye. Next up, I'm going to be talking to my lovely grandma, Susan Sider. I wanted to talk to her to provide that perspective of the older generation and see what she thinks about what's going on. Here she is. Hi, how are you?
1: I'm doing fine, thank you. How about you?
0: I'm good. Do you want to introduce yourself to everybody?
1: Uh, I'm Susan Sider. I'm your grandmother.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... For today's interview, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about everything going on with the coronavirus. And so I just want to ask, like, how, how you've been, like, what's going on with you?
1: Well, after 40 years of being working, I found myself sitting home and not being able <laughs> to work.
0: How is that adjusting from working every single day to not having a schedule?
1: It's extremely hard. It's extremely hard mentally and physically. I'm used to do it for since I'm a teenager and now I it's it's hard to adjust to it to be honest with you, but we get in through it hopefully.
0: And what have you been doing to try to pass the time and keep yourself sane?
1: Well, I do a lot of cooking and cleaning, and I also have a nice garden. I've been planting some vegetables and herbs and stuff to keep me busy. And also, of course, uh, going to the social media and keep up with the news and what's going on.
0: Yeah. Do you ever feel like the news is too much and it's giving you like a lot of information?
1: Well, yes, absolutely. And sometimes I find myself just shut everything and I don't want to hear things. And then, you know, you feel like it's a lot of news. Absolutely.
0: So you said you've been working for a long time. Have you ever experienced anything like this happen before where um, your whole life was like flipped upside down and the world
2: was affected?
0: Uh, no,
1: I I have I haven't. I lived when I was very young, but I wasn't working. We were uh, back home. We had like a civil war, and we we were forced to stay home for about a month. But I was very young, and I was not working.
0: Mm-hmm. And where were you, where are you from?
1: I'm uh, from uh, Jordan, Amman, yeah. Jordan.
0: So do you feel like this has been a really big thing um, that's happened in your lifetime?
1: Yes, absolutely. It's uh, honestly, it's, it's devastated to see all, you know, what's going on everywhere and around the world, not just here.
0: Yeah. So what do you think has been the hardest part of that social distancing where you can't go out and see everybody that you usually see?
1: Well, the hardest thing is I cannot see my grandchildren. I cannot uh, see my own children. I cannot hug them and give them kisses and must, I'm I'm worried like the young ones they're going to forget who I am. <laughs> and I've been <laughs> involved in their life since they were born. That's the hardest part for me. Do you feel like
0: after this is all over your mindset is going to change like you're going to like what's going to be different?
1: Well, I think it's a lot of things going to be different for us. Uh, we have to uh, keep washing, keep cleaning, uh, getting used to, uh, you know, like new things that we haven't done before, cooking at home, eating, uh, you know, uh, try to eat healthier. Yeah. But other than that, I, I think we uh, we're going to go back to work, hopefully.
0: Sorry, you're cutting out.
1: Uh, I I said, you know, hopefully we go back to work when when it's safe to go back. And I think we will change just a few things in our life we learned from this coronavirus.
0: Okay, so I also wanted to talk to you about Ramadan, which is an Islamic holiday for whoever doesn't know. And we started today, actually. And so I wanted to ask you, because this is a holiday where usually we all meet and have like family dinners, for the entire month. So I was asking, like, how do you think it's going to affect us now that we're in quarantine and we can't really see each other during this holy month?
1: It's very sad, absolutely, because Ramadan is about uh, getting close to your family and being together and have a feast, not just dinner. And it it is, it's extremely different. We never had to live this uh, like this before but uh we can keep in touch with the phones and all that and it's it's not the same i'll be honest with you it's not the same and the mood is not the same and the happiness is not the same when you're far away from your loved ones yeah definitely so i just wanted
0: to um let you know that like through research i found that the best ways for you to actually like try to keep it together and like get through this couple months is to do some physical exercise. I know you like to go out and like cut the grass and you said you mentioned gardening. So that's definitely a great way for you to be um, keeping physically fit and like it helps reduce the stresses. So just talking to everybody, definitely what you've been doing is good. So I just wanted to say thank you. And I wanted to ask you if you had anything you wanted to say to anybody else who's going through this, any like advice you would give anybody else?
1: Yes, I want to give advice to everybody to take it easy and be patient and this thing will be over and do not rush to come out. Do not rush to uh, to, to, to get in touch with a lot of people physically because uh, it's for the sake of the humanity and to keep this virus away from everybody, especially the older people and uh just be patient be patient it's gonna exactly. it's gonna leave us hopefully just like any other uh, I mean I know this one is totally different but it's gonna go
0: yes definitely thank you so much for talking to me today i hope you have a good day
1: thank you and god bless you thank you so much love you bye, bye love you
0: Okay, so to finish this off, I just wanted to say, please stay in contact with your loved ones. A a phone call, a text, anything is just going to brighten their day, and remember that everybody is going through this, and everybody needs some sort of comfort in their lives right now, and so just picking up the phone can make someone's day better. Just like if someone texts you or calls you, asks you how you're doing, it's definitely going to make you feel better. Also, something stood out to me in all the research that I've been doing, this quote by Eldred in her article on Science News for Students, she says, letting ourselves stay a little uncomfortable can be a positive way to cope with our uncertainty. But then she goes on to say, however, it's not healthy when you can't stop that worrying. So yes, it's okay to, th- to be a little uncomfortable. It's okay to have questions, to be doubtful of where the future is going but there's a point where that becomes too much. So smile, crack some jokes, focus on the positive things that are coming out of this quarantine. If if one of those positives is that you're getting closer with your family, if you're focusing more on hobbies that you haven't had time in the past to develop on, any of those things is positive right now. So focusing on those little things will provide you comfort. And at the end of the day, you need to sometimes just turn off your phone, limit the media that you're exposed to, and just take a brain break. Any of these things will surely help you to feel a little more comfort in this very uncertain world. Thank you for listening, and I hope that you have benefited in some way.